Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ordinary Detour on this wonderful Tuesday, last Tuesday of the month. I am Cody. I am also only on this Tuesday, Michaela. Okay, and the rest of the time you shall be known as Sarah. <laughs> yes, Sarah Cameron. Sarah from Outer Banks. Nice. <laughs> um, not what I was thinking. Today's fun fact, I had to look one up. So oh. according to mentalfloss.com, Mental Floss. Japan is home to about a dozen cat islands, which are just places where cats significantly outnumber people. That's amazing and beautiful, and I'm moving there right now. I figured you would like that one, but there's your amazing fact of the episode. You're welcome. Thank you. Another amazing fact is that it is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, last Tuesday of the month, as previously stated. <laughs> um, or last day of the month, I guess. I shouldn't say Tuesday. Last day of the month. February is so short, it feels so weird. It's only like a literally a couple days. A couple days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it just feels way significant. Everyone makes a big deal about it. I don't know. Yeah, it does feel short, especially if you have like a, a job where or career where you have to like do things on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. It's just it comes way faster and you feel it. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, fortunately, I don't have to deal with the month end kind of things in my position, but uh, maybe someday and I'll be scurrying like the rest of everybody. Welcome to it's a thing. The work week. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, um, we are we were going to pre-record this episode, but we ran out of time. Yes. Pre-departure for our travels. Mm -hmm. um, so we're doing this one on the fly, um, very exhausted, so it probably won't be the longest episode yeah. in ordinary detour history. I definitely did not sleep a ton last night. Yeah, it was, oh man, do you want to talk about um, some of the struggles um, with travel? Travel struggles, um, yes. You know, like a, a plane ride doesn't maybe sound too bad, like a couple hours or whatever. But then when you're sitting there and you're just sitting there, I mean, wow, you're just sitting there. And if you don't come prepared with the right <laughs> tools to charge your stuff, you are going to have a bad time. You know, yeah. I, I really struggled a little bit on the uh, plane ride home due to some children that were very uh, upset. The for a very time. long time. Yeah. It's an extra big struggle when you're on a plane as long as we're on a plane. Um, it was, I mean, we like basically, so essentially worldwide flights are much worse than like if you're just doing a, a quick little European country hop. Or, yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, or or an interstate trip um, in like the United States or North America or right. even like a U.S. Canada flight as long as you're not coming from the tail tip of Florida. It's like <laughs> yeah. doable. Like a couple hours, like anything longer than three hours starts to get kind of long. Yeah, we definitely spent a lot more than three hours on plane each way. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a struggle. That was that, that was fair. Struggles. Yeah, I think I definitely learned some things. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I am usually pretty overprepared for things. And I was underprepared that time. And now I'm going to be horrifyingly overprepared <laughs> next time. <laughs> also, I just need to know if every um, country experiences the same way we do in North America, where it's like 
I feel like flying commercial is so inconsistent. Like the the pressurization of the cabin yeah. on the way to the destination uh, caused headaches. It was not the best. Not so I mean, good. It wasn't obviously unbearable to the point where like anyone was anywhere near getting hurt, but it just wasn't pleasant. Yeah. Um, the way back, pressurization was good. Yeah. Plane ride was smoother. Um, the flight was a little slower to make sure it was smoother. Those types of things. So like, it really depends, I feel like. Yeah, you kind of don't know what you're getting until you get it. So that's a bit of a struggle. Yeah. But, you know, I I feel like I actually had one of the best airline meals in my life, which was amazing. Um, pleasantly surprised. So that was great. Yeah, I agree. I, all, I was also pretty impressed with the meal service um, and not so impressed with... Um, some of the struggles with children. I mostly experienced those on the one way. Um, <laughs> if you've ever flown commercial, you've probably gotten, if you don't buy your tickets with the person you're traveling with, you're getting split up. If that plane fills. Yep. That happened to us, but it only, it almost always ends up being an upgrade. So. Cause they know they're inconveniencing you. So yeah. they got to make up for it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess for, for us, it was like, who cares because it was an upgrade and we didn't pay for it. <laughs> it was funny because we were like, oh, our seats changed and then we were like crabby about it. And then it was like, but they're better. So maybe we'll stop being crabby about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had to look up to make sure that they were better because based on your C assignment, you don't always know. It depends on the plane and the airline to know what class you're in and all those types of things. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah, no, we were a little crabby at first. Then we looked more like, well, we can't complain about that. We don't want them to change it again. Extra leg room. Literally sign me up any day. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, Yeah, that was fun. We went to a warmer weather area and got to do some warmer weather activities. So that was really nice. Got to try some new stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> some new things. We did, yes. Um, we attempted some scuba diving. Yeah, and hate it. It was terrifying, thoroughly <laughs> terrifying. Um, managed to get it done, but it definitely felt like I was getting something accomplished at the time. It wasn't like a leisurely activity by any means. <laughs> well, and part of it was because the instructor that led the, so they're the professional org, like eight, oh, why can't I talk? The <laughs> professional um, association that regulates diving or kind of has the internationally recognized certification is PADI, yeah. which is the Professional Association for Diving Instructors, I believe, if I remember correctly. You would be correct. Um, and they have like standards that are met and they have one of those, one of the options that they offer is like discover scuba diving, which is where you learn about, it. you're not necessarily being certified and you get to go along. Try and, it out. <laughs> yeah. Try it out with a Patty instructor. Well, there are standards that come along with those discover scuba dives and this instructor, um, I don't know how they're certified to be honest. Yeah. Oh my goodness. They didn't follow those standards is I guess all I have to say. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. I mean, it was really excited. To, um, they were very personable and yeah. we went through like a ton of instructions first. And I think, uh, I mean, Cody and I definitely did do our homework on lots of things for out of boredom or out of curiosity. So, you know, we we're 
pretty well versed in terminology and equipment and understanding before we went also because it's scary and you're under the water and I want to know what I'm doing before I do it. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I don't know. We're like getting all suited up in these, uh, half, you know, not full wetsuits, but like halfway wetsuits are like t-shirt and shorts kind of looking thing, but all together, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we're putting on our gear. First of all, I did not realize how heavy, a freaking oxygen tank was <laughs> with well, the, and weights with and the, your, your buoyancy control device yeah, and all those things your yeah your little vest that's does all your buoyancy control and stuff oh my goodness walking out in some really really rocky area with like 60 pounds of gear on my back i was like i am gonna fall and break everything <laughs> well and maybe it was just you but the rocky area hurt my feet Oh, yeah, my feet were dying. I was like, normally this wouldn't be bad, especially because you're in the water. But when you have so much weight sitting on you, it's like, ouch, ouch, ouch with every step. <laughs> yeah. And also not to discourage people from scuba diving. I'm sure that if you have an instructor that follows the guidelines, like you said, they were personable. And that's one of the things I actually pointed out after we finished. We said, you know, they were personable. They mm -hmm. just didn't. They weren't maybe the best at instructing and part of that is i think we talked about and discussed that they kind of labeled us as and wrote us off as um like what's a good word already like, being knowledgeable yeah knowledgeable because we did the actual learning and were able to recite it and explain it yeah um, so they labeled us as that which meant that they didn't feel that they had to do their regular checks and uh, <laughs> the pace was it quite accelerated from what uh, beginners should be learning. Yeah, at. it was like a here you're in the water. Let's kind of you know float on our backs and scoot back a little bit. Okay, let's go. And it was like whoa, I can tell you everything, but I can't do it. <laughs> Went <laughs> <You know? laughs> from like not barely doing snorkeling, if at all. Uh, yeah, to, I hadn't at all before this. Yeah, to um like open water scuba diving and they basically treat us like ah you don't barely need me you're cave diving certified like what what no let's lead an expedition i was like wait a wait a second ma'am yeah it just so that's really what i'm wrong and with that instructor i i don't know that everyone would have uh that same experience that instructor in particular uh just kind of let us down on that retrospect because there were some assumptions made about our knowledge base. Yeah. And I mean, not to say that we weren't like advocating for a slower pace or anything. Um, I definitely could have done a better job of being like, Hey, maybe can we practice again? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know we... what though? It was asked for, it was basically said, no, we're not ready. Mm -hmm. um, that was explained. So, that's fair. I do and don't feel bad. I don't know. After after something happens, I'm always like, oh, I should have done more. But it's like, did I do more? You know, we did. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it's OK. I wouldn't do it. I, I don't think I would do it again just because of the bad experience <laughs> personally. But I also wouldn't be like necessarily against trying it with a, an instructor. I would be more comfortable. That's fair. I think I am in the same boat. I think maybe another time I would consider it. Uh, you know, one thing that really threw me off and I don't again, I don't know why I wasn't expecting this, but salt water. I'm not 
frequently a saltwater swimmer. Yeah. So jamming this regulator in my mouth to breathe and it just being super, super salty. It was like, whoa, like, should, why does it taste like that? <laughs> we should talk. And I'm sure some of our listeners are scuba divers. We should talk <laughs> about um, the pieces that if you're thinking about trying out that maybe they don't tell you because there yes. were things that I learned on this adventure that I didn't know prior and I did not find on the internet anywhere. Agree. Um, one of those things is that you're going to get really dry. There is not moisture in your tank. So you're breathing very dry air. Yes. And it's going to dry, dry your throat out, throat out mm-hmm. because you are breathing through your mouth the entire time. And I mean, I'm not a mouth breather, so I'm like not used to that <laughs> in the first place. Yeah, so that's just one piece. And then clearing your throat becomes very difficult. Yes. And then that's, I mean, it just snowballs from there. It's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and also buoyancy control devices. On Discover, <laughs> you probably shouldn't have to touch it. Yes. Um, this particular one, was assistance was not offered. Um, very not very much assistance was offered at least (laughs) i would argue not offered like at all um and the that can be a scary thought um i don't think that that is something that i'll discover um scuba diving is so i don't want to discourage people from doing it you know what it was a bucket list item that i'm glad we tried and learned i'm content and don't need to do it again personally um, but like I said, I just I just wasn't a fan of the instruction I received, um, particularly based on my situation. And everyone learns at different paces and everyone wants something different out of their instructor. Mm-hmm. I personally was not satisfied based on what my expectations were. Well, also, there were only three of us, so there wasn't a whole lot, you know, else to pay attention to. So it's kind of like just boom, boom, let's go. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, that's just my experience. But those are things that they don't tell you is it's going to be dry, like really, really dry. Yeah. Take a good sip of water (laughs) before you head out. And you're going to drink lots of salt water, whether you're underwater, above water, taking your mouthpiece in and out, whatever you're doing, you're going to suck in. You get a mouthful of salt water quite a few times. I definitely got some. I was like, I hopefully I don't get sick later or something because there was there's some water I swallowed, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and you're not going to breathe it in, but you're going to taste it. You're going to oh, yeah. keep getting that salt water in your mouth. And for uh, those of us who are more frequently like pool swimmers or... It's a little jarring, yeah. ...water park people, it, it's like, oh, this is salt water. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I didn't think about that. It just seems so, like, obvious looking back. But then, I don't know, I just didn't realize that would be so weird and affect me so much, but... You know, it was interesting, that's for sure. It was very impactful, for sure. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it was great. It was a bucket list item to try, and we tried it. So I'm pretty content with that. Yeah, um, I don't regret it. I just, we learned, I think, from the experience. But that was an interesting experience. (laughs) Yeah. That Uh, I will say. (laughs) Getting to see some fishies was pretty cool. Yes. And uh, personally, I will continue to enjoy fishies on those um, videos that they have of underwater um, fish cams. Yeah, you should repeat <laughs> what you said uh, about the scuba diving experience earlier to me. Yeah, I was like, you know, that was really like 
watching it on TV. Well, okay, so the water distorts everything in your goggles. So distance is a bit hard to gauge. That was another thing that I learned. So Mm -hmm. following that, um, (laughs) I was like, I could watch this on TV and it would be the same experience, but I'm not just looking at the fish and also being uncomfortable because that's what scuba was for me was just being uncomfortable, but also seeing like what I could look at in my TV. (laughs) Yeah. With maybe some of the less glamorous pieces that they cut out, like the, (laughs) the fish poop and yes, um, in probably in my hair. That's that was great. Yeah. And and some (laughs) of those pieces that you don't see because they typically don't show it and they cut it out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, it's, it's something you can enjoy on TV. It's not vastly different except for the fact that you are much more uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for some people, I know that's a magical experience for them and that's, that's fine and dandy. Um, we just learned that it's not, <laughs> it's not the best for us. And also that an instructor can really make or break how your experience is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, maybe one day we'll love it because we'll have a great instructor who's super patient and, willing to uh, take some breaks and you know <laughs> stuff like that i mean we went down and it was not very comfortable at first and i was like rocketing back and forth because of the buoyancy not quite being under control <laughs> and then we never resurfaced to like talk about it or get my bearings or anything i just i sat like 20 feet down knees in the sand and just breathed for a minute <laughs> before before swimming around and i was like well that was crazy i was like on survival mode (laughs) at some points so yeah that was great but yeah that was one part of our uh vacation that we got to try so yeah that was good yeah that was our scuba struggles scuba struggles scuba struggles are completed and we're back we still enjoyed (laughs) the vacation yeah um and that, like we said, this one's a little bit of a shorter one because uh, we have more to do now preparing <laughs> to be back. So yes. I think that's all I have, unless you have more. No, I don't think so. I think um, just getting to have a short vacation was great. And I hope everyone can find their own uh, little vacations in their everyday experience and make life happy and try all their uh, try out bucket list items for themselves. Yeah, absolutely something everyone should should take the opportunity to do when they have it. Absolutely. That's your uh, daily dose of positivity from Michaela. You're welcome. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> we all appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't have anything else. Well, until next week, then. Thank you for joining in for the shorter episode. Sorry about that. We will be back in the swing of things next week. Until then, adios. Bye. Bye.